In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. In the passage of the this blessed Sunday, we see the Lord Christ confronting the people who are following Him to in order for them to examine their motives. Why are you following me? And He is telling them about the cost of discipleship. How much this is going to be something that's like expensive in order for the people to be able to follow Him. So he spoke about unless you hate your father and mother and meaning, of course, we understand hating doesn't mean hatred with the meaning that's common to us, but rather putting God first before all of those people who are closest to us. And even hate yourself. And even you give up all of your money and positions and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. We follow God for different motives. And Christ today wants all of us to examine our motives. Am I pursuing religion for the right purpose? Or I'm just walking with something that is not truly what he intended for us as believers to embrace? There is a famous quote for C.S. Lewis, and this explains to us what I am going to talk about today. He said, I did not go to religion to make me happy. This is a profound saying and this is stunning to hear this. I always knew a bottle of port, which is a kind of wine, would do that. If you want a religion to make you feel really comfortable, I certainly do not recommend Christianity. So he is, this kind of words explain to us what Christ meant when he was talking to the group who followed him. said, unless you do this and this and this and this, you cannot be a disciple to me. And I'm sure that many people were discouraged in a way to see that, oh, I cannot afford this. I was following you for different reasons. So today we are going to talk in few words about religion between the right and wrong pursuits. What are the signs that I am following Christ, I am embracing religion for wrong reasons? Number one is, God will be a mean to other worldly goals. I want to use him. He is not truly my aim. That's why I run to him whenever I have a problem or I have a request. In between, we have no relationship whatsoever. It is only when I need you, then I will come to you and ask you to do this for me. It's exactly like having a token that brings luck. And then I go and rub the lantern waiting for the genie to come and may ask me, what do you want from me? It's a sign that says that I am following Christ for wrong reason. Another sign also of a wrong pursuit of religion that Christianity will be reduced to a code of conduct that is followed half-heartedly as a way for earthly blessings. I will do this so God would give me this. It's just as if I am always in a trade. I will come to the church so Christ can grant me success in the exam tomorrow. I will give him my tithes in order for him to give me more of this kind of earthly position. And we go like this. I do everything for a reason and this reason is very selfish. I am following a code of conduct and I am waiting for him to pay me back. With this kind of wrong pursuit of religion, the cross will be just an ornament, something we put it on our chest, we put it on our hands, 
may be put in a bracelet, nothing more. But when it comes to application, then we find excuses why we do not want to carry it. When asked to forgive, no, it is too much, I cannot afford it. When asked to fast, it is so tiring and difficult for me. Come to the church, so boring. Come to confession, I do not want to scandalize myself before a human being. And then we have reasons all the time to reject any kind of cross that we are requested to carry. But still, we have the cross as a decoration on the wall or as a necklace that we put it in our, in our necks. Another sign is that inconvenience will not be tolerated at all. Anything that makes me feel uncomfortable in my relationship with God or in my religion, then I will reject this. People sometimes they argue against the commandment of God, saying he didn't mean it this way, because this will make people to feel not happy or inconvenient. This is something again, all of this, then I am making up a religion. I am thinking of something that in my mind, not what Christ exactly intended for us to to embrace. The person who is going into this wrong pursuit will be easily misled by false teachers and self-deception. Why today the gospel of health and wealth is spreading among people? Simply because it is appealing. I want people to tell me that if you do this, you are going to be granted that here on earth not speaking about anything related to future eternity. So people who are like this, going into this pursuit, will easily find for themselves teachers who will tell them what they want to hear. And that's why today we find all of these heresies about following Christ, and then everything will be well with you. Christ never promised us this. And if we think this way, then definitely we are deceiving ourselves. Another sign of wrong pursuit of religion also is the service and worship will be treated as entertainment and then will be rejected if it doesn't serve as such. When you ask a person why don't come to the liturgy, it's boring. What do you expect the service to be then? We are not coming to a theater to watch a play. We are to be engaged, yes, in something related to the spirit and this is yes it is tiring it is difficult because we have to practice this with the flesh that rejects all these kinds or means of worship so we find the person say oh it's not the sunday school is not is not really fun when we speak about fun we have to understand the difference between coming to serve and offer god worship versus we are going somewhere else in order to be entertained Another sign of the wrong pursuit of religion is being often angry at God. There is difference between when I feel like uh, I don't understand, I have questions, but God is, is God. But here, being always angry, as if God doing something wrong. He is doing something wrong according to my scale. He is not meeting my expectations. As if like I am the boss and he is my subordinate. And so I give myself all the time the right to be angry at God because he is not doing what he is supposed to do. Another sign also of the wrong pursuit of religion is looking at the church as a social club. Find sometimes people diff, like changing their affiliation with the denomination, leaving the church altogether because I don't have friends. Why do you come here? If you want to make friends, 
Yeah, this is something, of course, we all long to, that wherever we go in the, the church, we find people around us are friendly. But if we don't find them, what happened? Do I abandon the faith? Do I give up on what I believe? Then at that time, maybe actually I have a misunderstanding of what the church is to serve. Another sign is also that questions are going to be asked by those people who are following Christ for different, uh, wrong reason. But the question will all be about shortcuts. How can I do this in the least painful way? What is the minimal days of fasting that I can observe? Or finding the minimal requirements. When exactly can I come to the liturgy in order for me to be able to communion? It's all about checking a list. Or question about how to bend the faith to fit my desires. How to make the faith to adapt to what I want to believe. And find in the scripture what supports my claims or my ideas about what a religion should look like. Today we live in this age where the Bible is so much filtered. Everyone picks and chooses whatever is, is convenient for him or her. This is because this is a wrong pursuit of religion. I am going after my own religion, not what Christ intended for me to believe in. Another sign also is living comfortably in duality. I have double lives and I am comfortable in both. I come to the church and I do the duties of the believer. At the same time, outside of the church, I live as a pagan. And I am comfortable being such. From Monday to Friday, I'm a person, and maybe Saturday and Sunday, I have another version of myself, and I'm okay with it. There's a difference between I live this life, and I am not comfortable, and I struggle, I try to bring myself always to be the right person, versus that, okay, I am doing what should be pleasing to God. I go to the church, I tithe, I pray, and then my life from Monday to Friday is up to me how I live it. Another sign also actually, which is the outcome, eventually I will give up and reject the faith. This is not going to satisfy people for a long time. And eventually I will give up in the whole story of Christianity. So this is a wrong pursuit of religion that Christ wants us to avoid and to be careful lest we would be in this group while not paying attention. So what is the right pursuit of religion? What exactly Christ intended for us when he left to us Christianity to embrace as our belief system. Number one, it is the search for the truth. This is the aim of religion in general, searching for the truth, because the truth is going to change us. And the truth is valuable, even if it makes us feeling uncomfortable. The idea about truth today is something, as people describe it, as condescending and rude to speak about the truth. Everybody has his own truth. Don't bother me with this kind of absolute truth that does not change between time or places. This is what we are here for, to know the truth. And because we know the truth, the truth should make us to change. The truth about ourselves, about God, about the world we live in. And once I know, then it is time for me to do some kind of changes. The right pursuit of religion also, it's a relationship with a person. And this person is a loving and wise and good father. I might not understand his economy, but this does not make him less wise, less loving, and less good. 
It is my misunderstanding, not him. If I don't have this, if I'm not pursuing this, I am in the wrong place. It is a relationship. Our religion is about a person. And this person is the person of the Savior who came to us, the loving Father who humbled himself to redeem us. It is the desire to change from within, to acquire a pure heart, not just to pretend outwardly that we are living a life that is pleasing to him. Big difference between looking inside versus what people perceive me, how they see me. The difference is when I go inside, this means that I'm trying to embrace Christ and put him in and he will change my heart and accordingly my outward behavior will be different. It is the total and unconditioned surrender to Christ so he can live in us and give our lives meaning, purpose and value. This will definitely entail that we accept to die. This is the issue here. This is a problem. If you want to Christ to live in you, many of your instincts, desires, wishes, you will have to act on them in order to, to suppress these. To bring them that, no, this does not fit him. Christ cannot live in me while I am living this way. This kind of wishes or desires are against the holiness that befitting his presence in me. The idea about dying to the world is something we hear often. We see the cross, who come to baptism, it is dying with Christ. But in reality, when it comes to application, this is painful. It is hard. Allowing Christ to live in you, so you basically you disappear. But this is the only way for us to have a life that has a value, have a meaning. It is the knowledge of his will and struggling for it, not ours to be done. When we pray and say to him, your will be done, thy will be done, do we mean this? Do we understand what we are saying? Or in my heart, I say thy will be done, but in reality, it is my will. And I want my will is done because I know what is best for me. In order for us to say thy will be done and we mean it, this means that I abandon my own understanding of things. I do not really know what is best for me. And I accept that his will be done because he knows better, I trust his will. It is in seeing and valuing everything around us through our belief in him. Everything we measure through the Bible, through the church, through our belief in Christ. And everything is of value or of not of value because of what we believe in. Look to this saying also by C.S. Lewis. He said, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen. Not only because I see it, but because by, by it I see everything else. Everything around me is about what Christ says, what he thinks. Today we live in a world that is so far from this. doesn't matter at all what Christ or Christianity is saying, at the end of the day, we know more, we are wiser than God himself. It is in finding in Christ our fulfillment, joy and ultimate peace. We are looking for all of these, for peace, for joy, for fulfillment, but try to find it on our own. Again, another wise quotation from Lewis, he said, God cannot give us peace and happiness apart from himself. Because there is no such thing. I remember one encounter, a person who said to me, I'm looking for this and this and this, has a lot of issues in his life. When I started talking about, okay, what about your relationship with God? He said, Abuna, don't talk with me about this. This is not something I want even to try. 
I don't think this is going to bring me anything. It's exactly like going away from light in order for me to find light. There is no meaning, there is no peace, there is no joy away from the person of the Savior. Trying to do this on our own is again a sign of a deception. So Christ today, when he was facing the people, confronting them, telling them, if you want to follow me, there is a cause. This is for all of us, always to examine our motives. Are we pursuing religion for the right reason or for the wrong one? May the Lord to grant us all wisdom by which we pursue religion according to his will. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.